Welcome to Heistish, where entrepreneurs learn from the jaw-dropping deeds of trending trademark disputes and alleged intellectual property heist. I'm Ivy, legal analyst, trademark attorney, and host of the Heistish podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about rapper IDK calling out Popeyes for using his trademark in their latest menu item, the IDK meal. So let's get into it. So Jason Mills is a recording artist on the rise. He goes by the name IDK, which stands for Ignorantly Delivering Knowledge. That will be funny later on in the episode. (laughs) But um, in short, rapper IDK apparently trademarked his stage name, IDK, and he asserts that Popeyes should have obtained his permission before launching the IDK meal. Now, here's a little history about the IDK meal and Popeyes. Popeyes uh, originally released the IDK meal in 2021. Apparently, it was a hit. Um, it's advertised as the meal you didn't know you needed. It has all the flavors to make anyone happy for just $6. So I did a little digging because I, I had never heard of this before. I don't eat at Popeyes often, but I wanted to know some more about it. And apparently, it includes either a premium classic lemonade or a strawberry lemonade, both of which can come in chilled and frozen varieties, served up alongside a Popeye's chicken sandwich, classic or spicy. So for some people, that sounds good. My producer, Marcus McNeil, is saying it sounds delicious. <laughs> he sneaks off to Popeye's. I, I'm not a fan of Popeye's. But anyways, I'm more of a roaster's girl myself. But anyway, so that's the background on the Popeye's IDK meal. So rapper IDK took to Twitter after learning that Popeyes was re-releasing the IDK meal and he tweeted the following. He says, Popeyes, y'all know I own the trademark for IDK. People are confused and think I have something to do with this when no one reached out to me. Can we fix this? Of course, it was crickets from Popeyes. They didn't respond. They, They didn't even acknowledge the tweet. So then he goes back to Twitter and he basically says, you know, after years of hard work, I own the IDK trademark. Y'all need to talk to me before y'all use my ish. What IDK is illustrating is a common myth that entrepreneurs believe. They believe that once they've filed their trademark application and the trademark has been registered, they now exclusively own rights to that trademark in any industry, in any good, in association with any service and throughout the entire universe. And that's not accurate. And so while IDK believes that he owns the trademark IDK and no one can use it without his consent, in reality, his trademark rights only extend to the classes that he's registered under. So I looked a little further and I looked at his application and I'll go, I'll walk you through the classes that rapper IDK actually registered his trademark under. He's in class nine, which is in connection with audio and video recordings featuring music and artistic performances. That completely makes sense considering the industry that he's in. He's in class 25 in connection with apparel. And that covers, you know, T-shirts, sweatshirts, pants, hats, things of that nature. So it's a wide array of goods that could actually fall under class 25. And then he's also registered under class 41, which is in connection with the entertainment services that he provides. But he is not registered under any classes associated with food or restaurant services, chicken, anything of that nature that would essentially apply to how Popeyes is using the term IDK in connection with this menu item. So in short, he's going to have a tough time establishing that Popeyes use of the term IDK in connection with its restaurant services is actually infringing on his trademark rights. 
And even as I looked a little bit further through the USPTO, I noticed that there were multiple trademark registrations for businesses using the name IDK or variations of IDK in conjunction with their business name. And they're able to do that because they're operating in under different classes. They're providing different goods and different services. For example, there's an IDK properties in class 36 for real estate brokerage. There's an IDK in class 16 for gift bags and gift boxes and gift wrap paper. And these are registered trademarks. These are not pending applications that are going through the process that need to be reviewed and approved. These are businesses that have already secured that circle R status. So it's common to see brands with identical or even strikingly similar trademarks peacefully coexisting when the goods and services are different. For example, there's Delta Airlines and Delta Faucets. There's Dove Chocolate and Dove Soap. These are brands that we see on a regular basis that we're all very familiar with. And maybe it never even registered. Wow, you know, these brands have the same name and they also have registered trademarks. How does that work? And the reason they're able to coexist is because One, they are operating under different classes. They are providing different services or different goods. And two, there's not a real likelihood that them coexisting and using IDK or variations of IDK in their actual trademark is going to create confusion amongst consumers. Whereas, you know, IDK feels like no one should be able to use IDK because he's secured his trademark. He really has exclusive rights to the use of IDK in conjunction with the goods and services that he's providing. So as I stated, that's entertainment services, apparel, and also audio and video recordings featuring music and artistic performances. If IDK really wants to assert his trademark rights. He needs to first be fully aware of the classes that he's registered under and then identify whether or not someone else's use is one under that class or providing a similar good or service and two, whether or not it creates a likelihood of confusion amongst consumers. I did see on Twitter and social media that people were commenting on the fact that there is a likelihood of confusion because We are seeing a lot of fast food restaurants um, partnering with entertainers. It's really popular to do co-branding now. And so we've seen Megan Thee Stallion partner with Popeyes for her hottie sauce. Jack Harlow just recently did KFC for the Jack Harlow meal. Travis Scott also did some co-branding with McDonald's. And Sweetie had her Sweetie sauce with McDonald's. I mean, we're seeing this coming up as some really innovative and interesting co-branding opportunities for entertainers. And I do recognize that the IDK meal probably triggered, you know, something amongst his fans and followers into thinking that potentially he was involved in some way, shape, or form. However, I still don't think that that misconception or the the standard that we expect to see when you're establishing a likelihood of confusion. So in short, your takeaway, your trademark registration of the name, logo, or slogan gives you the exclusive right to use that name in the classes you register under. When you register your trademark, you must select a trademark class for your goods or services, and the scope of your trademark rights only extends to the classes that you register under. So if you wish to use a trademark to cover more than a single product or service, you must select the appropriate trademark class or classes. And the best strategy for securing the broadest scope of trademark rights is selecting all of the classes that apply to how you're using your trademark. I understand that it can be a little bit costly, but I guarantee you that selecting the right classes is paramount to ensuring you have the exclusive rights to use your trademark in connection with all of the services and the goods that you're providing. 
failure to secure the right classes could essentially curb your brand development goals. And that defeats the entire point of securing your trademark. If you have any questions about trademark classes or think someone could be infringing on your trademark rights, you know where to contact me. Until next time, I'm Legally Ivy. Protect your brand. Stay connected on Instagram at Heistress Podcast for next week's episode. And if you witness some Heistress conduct or trademark disputes you want to discuss, share with us on Instagram at Heistress Podcast and receive a free Starbucks gift card if we select your topic for the show. This Heistish episode is sponsored by Canarian Hedge, an intellectual property and brand protection law firm. Canarian Hedge protects your business so you can focus on building it. Heistish material has been prepared and provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to constitute legal advice. While I am a lawyer, without an official engagement agreement, I am not your lawyer, and the information provided in each episode does not create a lawyer-client relationship. Please consult legal counsel on your specific situation before making legal decisions about your business.